if you're in a situation where you think that there isn't an answer, don't stop, you know, keep trying to find the right answers. Find somebody that understands what it means to heal. Find a healer, whether it's a naturopath, whether it's a chiropractor, whether it's an acupuncturist, a wellness MD, anybody that is looking at other ways to approach disease. Hi, and welcome to the Endo Bay podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Bree. I'm an ultrasound tech turned endometriosis coach, positivity and self-love advocate, a seven on the Enneagram, and I am a proud dog mom. And I'm on a mission to help you live more positively with endometriosis and be happy in your body. On the Endo Bay podcast, we're going to dive deep into all things endometriosis, mindset, self-love, health, and so much more. This is a badass podcast for badass endo babes, and I want you to leave this podcast feeling inspired and empowered on your own health journey with more confidence and the belief that you too can have more good days than bad. Are you with me, babes? See you in the podcast. This episode is brought to you by MJoy. MJoy is an audio well-being app specialized in female pleasure and sexual wellness with science-backed content. Their purpose is to normalize female sexual well-being as a key part of wider well-being and self-care. MJoy is helping over 300,000 women achieve sexual well-being goals such as increasing their libido, climaxing consistently, learning new techniques, and having more fulfilling relationships. The app has over 500 audios of science-backed content created by sex and relationship experts. With over 200 sexy stories, they also have fantasies for any desire. Whether you're new to exploring yourself, wanting to spice things up, or just wanting to improve your mental health and self-care routine, MJoy has something for you. There's even a collection about endometriosis by yours truly in the app. And for Endobabe podcast listeners, we have teamed up to give you a free 14-day trial of the app. Click the link in the show notes to get your free trial now. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Endobabe podcast. Today, I have Dr. Tom Waldorf, who is a chiropractic physician in Reno, Nevada, who focuses on holistic and integrative medicine on the show. It was a really fun episode to record. He is incredibly knowledgeable about all the different aspects of healing from chiropractic care to reducing inflammation to helping reduce scar tissue and everything in between. He owns a practice in Reno, Nevada. We kind of talked about it a little bit, but it sounds, I wish this is what the future of healthcare would look like. His practice is chiropractic physicians, massage therapists, exercise physiologists, estheticians. He said he's bringing on mental health in the near future because he knows that your mental health along with spiritual and physical is all important, right? It's not just the physical things that are going to help you feel better. It's the emotional well-being, the mental well-being, and the spiritual well-being as well. He focuses on holistic practices, and we really dug into all of these different treatments that he's doing to help patients, specifically like women, feel better, right? By increasing blood flow to the pelvis, reducing scar tissue, and increasing mobility, and reducing pain. It's a really fun episode, and I can't wait for you to hear. Welcome, Dr. Waldorf. I'm so happy that you're here. Uh, it's wonderful to be here. So I always like to start out, if you'd give everybody a little bit, a brief overview of who you are and how you got into doing what you're doing now. Uh, Dr. Tom Waldorf, I'm a chiropractic physician. 
I've been in practice for over 30 years and have done a lot of different things over the 30 years and then um, decided to get back into my clinical work about eight, nine years ago with the idea of getting an integrated practice. Um, Integrated practice basically means all the different forms of uh, medical and therapy combined together in one location in order to provide the best care to an individual. I've experienced all these different types of approaches in clinics over the years and finally wanted to sit down and do it myself and bring a good team together to really address individual needs and not just be a mill that just brings people in and out, in and out, in and out. But we really get to the issue for that person and what their goals, what they want to try to achieve and accomplish in this environment. Yeah, it's really beautiful. We were talking a little bit before we started recording about your practice and all of the different facets that you have, including like mental health and exercise and transformation. And there's nothing like it. I've never heard anything like that. And it sounds like such an amazing clinic. We're pretty excited. Yeah. Congrats. It's awesome. Thank you. And it it really comes down from just experiencing different things over the last 30 years, from exercise to looking at mental health to helping people with weight management. And I got interested in, in hormonal balancing 15, 18 years ago with a couple pharmacists. And it mostly was oriented towards men with andropause. Men don't realize they actually go through a form of menopause and they don't, men don't know it. And so they're, you know, the wives are wondering, why are you so cranky? <laughs> why, why do you not want to do anything anymore? Why are you acting so depressed? Why are you gaining this weight? Why are you starting to look like a woman, <laughs> all of those things happening to you yeah. because their hormones are off, just like women's hormones are off and it's never been addressed. So it's a real passion of mine to help men with that. And then of course, women are very complicated. So yes, it, it takes a little bit more work. Men are like, give them testosterone. They're fine. <laughs> women, not so easy. So it's, it's a exciting place to be, to help people get answers mm-hmm. because right now they're, You can go on Google and get lost in it and not really know what is the right answer. Because I have some patients with like POTS. Have you heard of that? Mm -hmm. I think this particular injury to mostly young women is happening because of our electronics. Mm, Interesting. Changing the way that our bodies are handling the 5G, the Wi-Fi, the Bluetooth, all electronics is oxidizing our body. Hmm. So we're getting all these weird blood flow issues and blood pressure issues. And I'm a real advocate for nitric oxide. Um, I don't know if you've come across that. No, what is that? <laughs> See, it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing to me. And this is one that I really like people to understand about nitric oxide. It's one of the simplest things we can do for our health. Mm-hmm. In 1998, it won a Nobel um, peace prize because of its effect on the cardiovascular system and nobody knows about it. Yeah. What is it? Tell (laughs) us all, tell everybody we need to know now. Yeah. So nitric oxide is nitrogen and oxygen that our bodies are supposed to make. And naturally at age 45, they've seen that our nitric oxide capability of production goes about down about 45%. By the time we hit 65, we're only about 15%. The problem, though, is in today's society, where our bodies are being inundated with toxins, 
with the different electrical waves, um, with stress, anxiety, and our nutrition, all of that is affecting our body's ability to produce nitric oxide. So inside the arterial lining, and this it fits right into endometriosis, which is part of why I wanted to bring it up. Every artery has what's called epithelial cells. They line the inside of the artery. And those cells allow, with the use of nitric oxide, to constrict and dilate, constrict and dilate, and also keep the inner lining slick and not sticky. Well, unfortunately, because of our environment, we're not producing the nitric oxide inside anymore. So then the arteries can't constrict and dilate. It affects the GI tract. It affects our reproductive system. It affects our brain. Of course, it affects the heart because we don't have enough nitric oxide. And we have the capacity within our practice to test for it. And unfortunately, um, because our nutrition is so poor in our vegetables, people say, I'll just eat my vegetables. We don't have enough nitric oxide in our soil anymore because of how we've over farmed. So you have to take a form of supplementation in order to get your nitric oxide levels up. And I've had patients that couldn't swallow correctly. Um, they, they had heart palpitations. Um, a couple of folks that have POTS um, notice that their blood pressure starts regulating and their, their um, heart rate starts regulating and improving because now the arteries, because as nitric oxide can, can vasodilate and constrict. So it's a, if people don't know about it, they need to start looking into nitric oxide, go to Google. Um, there's a lot of different organizations out there that talk about it. Once at the end, I can leave my information and people can email me through our website. It's a really you know, significantly improve a patient's health. It's amazing stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's incredible. I think <laughs> I've never heard of that before. Yeah. And not a lot of people have. Yeah, no, not a lot of people have, and you, it's it's as important as taking vitamin D, right? And everybody knows about vitamin D now. Oh yeah, and it's as, as important as vitamin D, if not more than vitamin D. So where can you and get this? Get Is it just like an over-the-counter supplement? Um, there are over-the-counter supplements. They don't always work the best. The one particular product I use in my practice can only be provided by physicians. Okay. Um, but but because we need to talk to the patient about how to use it, why to use it, how to test it. And that's the big thing is being able to test that you're low or at the right level. Right. And that's, you know, an issue for me for a lot of supplements. It'd be wonderful to continue to get more tests to allow us to see whether or not we're at the right levels. And fortunately with the nitric oxide, we can do that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. We'll put your links and stuff in the show notes and we can share all that at the end, but how did they, I mean, obviously won a Nobel peace prize. How come people aren't talking about that more? Some of the physicians that are talking about it say that every cardiovascular surgeon should be providing nitric oxide, right? Every single doctor. And because it's a nutrient and it's not a drug, it doesn't get spoken about. I'll give you a perfect example when physicians, cardiologists particularly, uh, use a statin mm -hmm. to help with the stickiness, which the nitric oxide can do a better job of, but people get uh, calf uh, spasms. Mm -hmm. Their muscles go into spasm. Nobody talked about it. Well, there's a nutrient our body produces called CoQ10. Mm -hmm. It keeps the muscles from going into spasm. It's required for a muscle contraction. Well, the statins use it all up in order for them to be effective. 
And that's why people get leg cramps, but nobody talks about taking a CoQ10 supplement. Mm-mm. They <laughs> so, can't make money with supplements. It's awful. No, not to the extent that the pharmaceutical companies can. Um, but if done correctly and in, in the right environment, it, it pays for itself. But at the same time, it's really about getting people with what they need, what they've been depleted of. And similar to probiotics and prebiotics, you know, whenever you're on uh, um, antibiotic, you need to be on something that's going to help bring your flora back. And this correlates too with endometriosis. You don't have a good digestive system, which a lot of ladies have a problem with, with constipation and, and, and loose bowels and all of that is because the GI tract isn't healthy. So if you're able to, you know, get your GI tract healthy, get the probiotics in there, stay away from all the medications that are going to increase yeast infections because you've killed all the natural flora off. I mean, we really don't do ourselves a favor. And, and I think COVID is a perfect launching point for us to all understand you have to take responsibility for your health. Nobody else is going to do it. And you need to get your immune system better. You need to get your GI tract in shape, proper sleep, proper hydration, <laughs> all the things that are anti-inflammatory, which can reduce the endometriosis symptomatology. You know, that's stuff that you can take control of, that you can be in charge of and not have to ask permission. Right. And I love talking about this stuff because you're right. There's like so many things that we have the power to do ourselves and like put our health into our own hands and start feeling better a little like day by day by day. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially when there's so many conventional treatments out there, especially for like endometriosis that put band-aids on what you're actually experiencing instead of treating the root cause. Well, you know, I think, and I don't want to take away the the benefits of allopathic medicine mm-hmm. um, when when you're cramping and you're in excruciating pain and you can't function take something for it yeah right but at the same time start healing your body right and the medications aren't there to heal they're here to cover up or help you manage the symptomatology at the time but it's not a long-term benefit or solution to your health the scar tissue issue, all of that, it's it's happening because the inflammatory process isn't being managed. And by covering it up with an anti-inflammatory just causes even more injury to your livers, to your kidneys, to your GI tract. Ibuprofen is not a good medication. It destroys your internal organs. Taking prednisone, taking uh, steroids is not good for your body long-term. It's not a cure, it's a cover-up, and it's helping to manage a specific thing. But over time, if you start doing these other natural approaches of eating right and all these things that we're talking about, you can get to a point where you only use those minimum amounts of time to, to manage a breakthrough pain or breakthrough issue because you're doing everything else right. Right, and well, like hopefully because you're doing all of the things right, you're working on your mental health, your physical health, you're eating well, you're moving your body, your pain start to starts to diminish, diminish. overall anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but I love what you just said. It's not a cure. It's a cover up. Yeah. It, it, and, and I see that in my practice a lot because unfortunately, and I do again, think this is changing um, our ability to talk like this with people that covering up and just um, pushing our symptoms aside and I'll just take something 
or I'll get a surgery and that'll take care of it. Well, that's not true. <laughs> um, I've got patients in here post-surgery that are in as much pain as they were before the surgery. It might've fixed something, but the scar tissue and all the other things that are associated with that surgery are still there and need to be dealt with. And so getting ourselves to a point where we can manage our injury, our illness is extremely important. You've got to find ways that, yeah, I'll use that medication when it's absolutely necessary, but regularly, you know, doing the right things for me, getting adjusted, being hydrated, having enough electrolytes in my system um, helps my migraines. And I'm not, I don't have them like I used to. So it's, it's with every condition. What can I do to help my body manage it? Because our bodies are made to manage it. Sometimes our bodies are broken. And I think, you know, the endometriosis is a perfect example of that. Why are there other cells in the body doing this? We don't know. We don't understand it, but we understand that they respond to certain things. You know, they respond to stress. They respond to too much alcohol. Don't do those things that you know are harmful. For smokers, mm. you know, don't smoke. And you can look at a smoker. I've had patients that are in their 50s and I'm in my 50s and they look like they're in their 80s because the smoke, the nicotine, the smoke itself, all of the toxins in there destroy the collagen in their face and they look terrible. And if you think this is bad, imagine what it's doing to the rest of the body, mm, you yeah. know, into the lungs, all of the connective tissue, the collagen is being destroyed. Um, the amazing thing is our body will heal from that. If you stop it, right. <laughs> our body has the capacity to regenerate, but you have to stop and you have to give it the, the correct building blocks to allow it to rebuild and to get healthy again. For sure. So. And I would almost say like, cause you said sometimes our body's broken. Like I don't even know if our bodies are ever broken. I think they might just need a little more support in different areas at different times, right? If you're True. going through something like help support your body, learn how to heal again. Right. So you can mm -hmm. move forward and like live your life and improve your quality of life without uh, absolutely. being bedridden or just so sick all the time. Yeah, I, I've had patients in my practice over the years where they come in with tears in their eyes and they've lost hope. They never thought they could feel better again. And after months of the, what we do in this practice, they said, you've given me hope I can live again. I've had one gal that was in the military and she's a small gal and had a 60, 80 pound backpack on her and had to jog just like everybody else. She was a photographer for the military, but she still had to do what everybody else did. It broke her and it took me a year, but she's now back to running and doing life again. If you're in a situation where you think that there isn't an answer, don't stop, you know, keep trying to find the right answers. Find somebody that understands what it means to heal. Find a healer, whether it's a naturopath, whether it's a chiropractor, whether it's an acupuncturist, a wellness MD, you know, anybody that is looking at other ways to approach disease as allowing the bodies, the tools to get rid of that disease or to bring it down yeah. um, because we're not going to cure certain things. I've got patients with MS. Um, all I can do with them is help their lesions be less effective on their body. I'm not going to get rid of MS. 
Same with my diabetic patients. And I've got peripheral neuropathy patients, patients that can't feel their feet because the capillaries have pretty much shut down from diabetes or cancer or surgeries from the anesthesia. So I can help their body work better, but I can't get rid of what was done. Right. It's about improving quality of life. Absolutely. hundred percent. And I look at it from the physical. Um, That's where we start. And then I start dealing with the mental. And in my case, I deal, I'll help people with the spiritual part of it too. So we're not just one type of being We're all of those are encompass who we are as a human being, every aspect of it. And it's all connected. It is all connected. And that's, again, why it kind of ties back to your whole practice, right? Because you do focus on people as a whole. You Mm -hmm. help them with their mental health, their physical health, emotional. Like, I love all of that because we are interconnected. Our emotions can cause pain. Yes. Like, there's so many things that can go on. We're not just a body. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I'll be working on somebody because we deal with car accidents. And people get whiplashed and they, you know, I tell people, how fast can you run? Oh, maybe two miles an hour, (laughs) you know, three miles an hour. (laughs) Well, how fast were you going? I was only going 20 miles an hour. Okay. Guess what? Your body's not made to go 20 miles an hour. So when you all of a sudden stop that, that body is being destroyed at that 20 miles an hour. So I have these people coming in, they're stressed, there's anxiety, all of that associated with the car accident. We get them feeling better. And then they come back in, I'll flare it up. And I said, well, what happened? Well, I got in a fight with such and such, or something's happening at work. And now my pain's eight out of nine or nine out of 10. Well, they were only two or three the day before. <laughs> so absolutely stress, sure. all of that can exacerbate everything that we're dealing with. So it's extremely important to deal with all of that. And, and you know, also, um, I'm a huge advocate of sleep. <laughs> huge advocate. I didn't really actually want to get up this morning. I was enjoying my sleep so well. Um, but, you know, really, that's when our body heals. So, you know, don't be on your phone right before you go to bed. Get that phone, get those electronics. Do not sleep with it right next to your bed. Put it in the bathroom so you can hear the alarm. Get away from the electronics for at least an hour and a half before you go to bed. Read a book, do something that calms your brain down, you know, allows you to sleep. Make sure, well, some of us don't want to hydrate right before bed because then we just have to get up later. (laughs) Yeah, I will get up and go pee all night. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) So, you know, Really start thinking about these things. What am I doing to myself that's bringing in this anxiety and this stress and all of this to where I don't have to have it anymore? And of course, life is life and it'll still happen. But if you're prepared for it, and it's interesting, one of the new um, mental therapies is called um, exposure therapy. I don't know if you've heard of it, Um, but it's basically about putting yourself into a situation that you know you're going to trigger off of, right? So the best thing to do before any situation is to prepare your mind of what that exposure is going to be like so that you can know it and have an expectation so you're not surprised, you know? So that's, to me, one of the biggest things that we need to do for ourselves is always think about what is this next situation I'm getting myself into? What are the potential outcomes? How am I going to handle that? 
versus waiting for that situation to occur and then being surprised by it and being triggered by it. So that's part of what we're, we're dealing with people is be not just physically prepared, but be mentally prepared and emotionally prepared for a situation that's going to occur. So interesting. I bet like even just doing a visualization of something that, you know, causes you stress or anxiety. Yeah. Help reduce that. Right. Yeah. It's just like lifting weights. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go into the gym. I'm lifting 35 pound dumbbells. Oh, today I'm just going to go. I'm going to do 65. Have you really prepared for 65 pounds? Mm -hmm. No, you're going to feel that. It's no different with our mind. You know, prepare your mind for what you're going to encounter. And in, in the reality, if what you're going to encounter is too much, like staying with the in-laws for a weekend, don't do it. Get a hotel room. <laughs> you don't just realize how much you really want to deal with and realize you don't have to always deal with it. You know, protect yourself. Thank love you. on yourself. Yeah, love on yourself and <laughs> so, like setting up those boundaries okay. around, around your health is so important. Yes. Yeah. Some people take it to extremes. I remember uh, the gentleman in high school that helped me learn how to power lift. And he had the gym in his in his garage and it really helped me get my muscle mass going. But the guy was so committed to that, that nothing else took precedence over him lifting weights. So then that was over the top. A little so, too far one way. <laughs> far one way we've got to create that balance you know got to create that balance yeah too much of anything is not good balance very much so i know we were kind of talking before we started recording about like getting in alignment Mm -hmm. and like it helping with menstruation and pain and all of these things especially around the pelvic girdle and i know Mm -hmm. like um pelvic floor therapists do this kind of work right because all of the muscles that are loose or too tight or whatever totally pull us out of alignment Mm-hmm. can increase our pain. So I'd like to talk about that a little bit. So in my practice as a chiropractor, the first thing I look at is the biomechanics movement. If your body isn't moving properly, then the rest of the organs, the nervous system, the cardiovascular system won't work. So when I adjust a patient, I'm making sure that the pelvis, they're called the ilium, it's where your legs go into the ilium's right here. And then the sacrum, those joints are moving most of the time because we sit so much, <laughs> they don't move. Um, both of them move together and they are supposed to move independently. And up in the front, you got the pubic bones. So if all of this isn't moving properly and, and as we walk, you're getting that rotation, then that's the beginning of dysfunction. So, I always get patients moving in the pelvic area and in the SI joints in the lumbar spine and then loosen up the core. So I have patients do what's called pelvic tilts. So um, you can actually put your, you don't have to do it now, but you put your hands and you sit on them and you feel the bones on the bottom. They're called the ischial tuberosities and you rock your pelvis. You arch your back and you lean forward and you arch your back and you lean forward and you get that whole pelvic girdle moving. So motion's where it starts. And that motion will help that, like you were talking about in another episode, the psoas muscles and getting that looser, the lumbar spine, the glutes, all of that starting to function. And then of course, all the organs inside there get fed because there's movement, Mm. better blood flow, 
more oxygenation, more nutrients, all of that, the body's ability to handle an inflammatory response. Because I always have people imagine inflammation seems like, a oh, it's this evil thing. Inflammation is important for our body. It's how we heal. If you cut yourself on the finger, that's inflammation. And all inflammation is is blood flow. That's all inflammation is. But sometimes it's too much blood flow or the wrong blood flow in the wrong area. So by moving, you can help reduce inflammation, which is the increase in blood flow. So to visualize it, imagine a traffic jam on a highway. Mm -hmm. That's inflammation. All of those cars there. And then right in the center is a car accident. That's where the body wants to get to in order for that injury, that car accident to be fixed and removed. So the blood flow can, or the traffic can continue. So that's inflammation. So we need to get that inflammation down that's causing that. So movement is part of that. If we're able to move, we can help the blood flow improve and increase. So that's the first thing. And then, of course, the second thing is to strengthen it, stabilize it. So we have a system in our practice called decompression. where We actually pull on the low back. We pull and decrease. So we get to the, the discs themselves, and we're able to pump those discs um, around what's, what's called the, the opening to the disc where the nerves come out. So we're able to help that. We're also able to help the pelvic girdle itself and stretch the ligament structure. Because if you ever looked at how many ligaments are surrounding the pelvis to keep it moving, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's a lot. It looks like a white sheet mm -hmm. over the bone. So you got to get those strong too. So between um, the, the movement with the adjustments, the decompression with stabilizing, then we get into the exercise. Planks. If people don't know how to plank, look it up on YouTube. Planking and strengthening your core. Push-ups and sit-ups. That is the basis. Wall squats. You can do those at home. Those are extremely easy. Don't require any equipment. Start strengthening up the pelvic girdle. There's one I do in the practice, but it's really hard to show on the video. <laughs> but it's like kegels, but it's an advanced kegel where you're sucking in your stomach in towards your spine. Then you're contracting your glutes. Then you contract your quads and then your hamstrings. So you're contracting the whole pelvic girdle and all of the organs and muscles around that. It's an advanced kegel. <laughs> so the pelvic tilts for movement and the kegels for strengthening. So that's what anybody can go to any chiropractor and get that kind of, of treatment. Um, and as I was mentioning, I've had patients that had irregular menstrual cycles that I've been able to help get on a regular pattern because the body's moving better. And also ladies that are having problems with pregnancy seems to help with that because again, it's better motion. And we know those eggs are coming down those fallopian tubes. So if things are not moving, it's not going to move. And then also once they get pregnant, managing that all the way to the delivery. So that makes a huge difference. So then there's one other thing that we do in our practice that I think, and as we were discussing for endometriosis, again, it's an inflammatory process. There are cells that are trying to create a menstrual cycle in the wrong area. And so we have an instrument called deep tissue laser therapy. Mm -hmm. uh, it actually sends in, the way I like to say is it's light waves. Um, it is not laser or laser, 
but it's different light frequencies. And the way I explain how it works is similar to a tree. You're looking at the tree's leaves. It receives all the nutrients from the sun into that leaf. And that leaf is able to take that energy and create additional energy for the plants to grow using nitric oxide, which we've kind of talked about, and all the nutrients from the soil for a tree to grow. Well, we can't receive that same energy into our body because of our skin, our dermis. But the equipment we have can penetrate into the abdomen, into the uterus, into any areas that are having issue and help increase, just like we were talking about with the traffic jam, increase blood flow. It can increase electrolyte delivery. Um, it can increase the nitric oxide. It can increase stem cells to where it can help grow um, normal cells. And then it also, which is the most interesting one, is every cell in our body has a, a mechanism called the mitochondria. It's our energy plant in every single cell. Well, that little mitochondria will receive, it's really photons from the light into that mitochondria and create what's called ATP, which is energy. So now that cell has additional energy that it didn't have before. So when we're able to produce more blood flow, improved energy and healing in that area, we could significantly um, change a person's symptomatology and potentially the health of that condition and improving it. So I'm really, really interested in, in approaching uh, individuals that have this in our practice. So we will definitely be launching a little campaign on that. To help oh yeah. I'm going to have to follow up on that. I'm very interested to learn more about that as well. Yeah. We I need mean, to find makes... you a doctor where you're at. That might I know. Help. All right. <laughs> little <Mon laughs> Be part of the study. <laughs> be part of the study. Right. Um, yeah. It's so interesting to me because there's so many things that we can be doing and can chiropractic medicine, can you help reduce scar tissue or do you use the chiropractor in like conjunction with like the visceral manipulation, like I've talked about in previous episodes? Absolutely. It'll, it'll affect the scar tissue. And I'm going to go back to the car accident analogy because mm -hmm. it's a little bit easier, but, um, and I'll use the neck. So you've got the neck here or the head here on the neck and you get pushed from behind. So you get uh, acceleration and then the um, seatbelt pulls you back and you get deceleration. So then all of that is tearing at the ligaments, the muscles, and, and you're creating scar tissue because the scar tissue comes from the body trying to reheal. So let's take, and I, I use this as an analogy. You look at a cable on a, on a bridge, those cables, mm -hmm. that's an example of um, collagen, which is made, makes up the ligaments, tendons, and cartilage. So those are their tubes that run across the ligament structure and the tendon. Those get ripped anytime we've had an injury um, or the body's trying to lay down and repair an area. Well, if you don't get proper movement, guess what happens? It does this. Gets more so this more. is scar tissue. Yeah. It doesn't do this, which allows ligaments to stretch. It does this and you can't stretch. There's no movement. Right. So right. as a chiropractor, what I do by doing manipulation in the SI joints, in the pelvic area, in the lumbar spine, putting people in rotation, adjusting the thoracic spine, adjusting to the neck, is I'm telling the ligament structure, this is the direction you're supposed to move. And if it's like this, I'm breaking it. I'm mm. breaking it. 
And we continue doing the treatment until the ligament structure starts laying down correctly. Interesting. So that's done through the adjusting. So the visceral stuff that you're talking about, I do some of that abdominal work myself, where I'll actually get in there and I'll work the organs and helping them move correctly and the abdominal area. And then our massage therapist does a similar thing, but he'll do it for an hour to two hours (laughs) and work all of that. So if you have shoulders, back, neck, or any spot that that those cells are are laying down the tissue that are responding to those flare-ups, we can definitely help break those up and allow for those that scarring to break down. And then with our, you know, again, just use the PI, with our PIs, as we do all of that, then we laser over the top of that and increase the healing process. So our patients... We exactly my patients that I just had a gal that had knee surgery. Um, Now, both of her knees are starting to hurt and she comes in for peripheral neuropathy treatments. And she goes, can you look at my knees now? And we did it on Monday. She came back today. She goes, my knees don't hurt anymore. And they've been hurting for weeks. And so we're going to, yeah, it's, it's a fascinating instrument. Everybody can do research on deep tissue laser category four deep tissue laser And there's all kinds of videos online. And when you start seeing what veterinarians have done with animals, they don't pretend. It either works or it doesn't work. It's not placebo. And so on the animals, they're not saying, yeah, I think I need to pretend like this really helped me. (laughs) They they just feel better. They just feel better. And you can see it on how they walk. There's horses, all kinds of animals that, that this has been used on for decades. And now we're using it. Now we're using it. So absolutely all of that can help with that scar tissue, the visceral work, the adjustments. It's all connected because of joint and soft tissue. And then, of course, the whole visceral system as far as blood flow and oxygenation and all the nutrients getting to those areas. It's all connected. Incredible. Everything's connected. (laughs) Yeah, all in this, this too. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, is there anything that you want to share? Anything like last things that you want to share with the audience? My biggest thing is one: don't give up. You know, um, you your first challenge is in between your ears. It, it, what happens in the mental, in the, the spiritual, happens in the physical. If you project that you're not going to get better. If you project that this is the end, if you project that I can't get out of bed and you put it out there in the atmosphere, then that's what you're going to receive back. It comes back to you will reap what you sow. There's so much to that, um, that if you can't get past this, you're not going to be able to do the rest. So, and, and I know that's the hardest part is getting out of the house, getting in the car, and, and going and getting help. So that's, that's the first thing and talk to people, you know, get on the phone and talk to people and find out, get into help groups and, and listen to podcasts that can give you some insight into what it is you can do and, and start looking for it. Be an advocate for yourself, you know, because nobody else really is your spouse. Isn't nobody else is don't do what you're doing for anybody, but yourself. Because at the end of the day, you have to live in your body right? and you've got to take, you got to take responsibility for it. Your doctor's not, 
I don't take responsibility for my patient's outcomes. I am their coach. I am their assistant. I don't want to say I'm a tool, (laughs) (laughs) but in some respects I am. I'm the tool for their body to heal, but it's up to them. That's my biggest thing is, is you need to take the responsibility. You need to take the initiative. And I know uh, it sucks in our healthcare system that a lot of these things insurance won't pay for, you know, but it's insurance is a fallacy. It's, it's really should only be used when, when we are in a traumatic situation, car accidents, slip and falls, We've been in a bad accident. We need immediate care. We go to the ER and we're, we're, we're resuscitated and we survive. But our daily life is our responsibility. What we're eating in the morning, how we're sleeping, what we're watching on TV, what we're reading, what news we're listening to, all of that is affecting us. And that's where we have control. That's That would be my closing statement. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody's listening to this and you're like, oh yeah. my gosh, I have to talk to Dr. Tom Waldorf, you're sharing a complimentary neuropathy consultation for, via telemed. Yeah. Getting used to doing podcasts. I'm in Reno, Nevada, right next to Tahoe, which is a beautiful place. Beautiful. Yeah. But uh, who knows who's going to listen to this? I did a podcast in the UK <laughs> a couple of weeks back. I was like, how am I going to help people? Right. <laughs> in this situation. So telemedicine is a really cool thing. Mm -hmm. So doing um, consultations over the phone, uh, people want to zoom that is definitely set up. They would go to my website, activelifereno.com and they would just do a connect um, through our website or send it info at activelifereno.com. So all of that is easily accessible to me. I'm on the phone and help people with peripheral neuropathy nationwide because we can do consultations, exams, telemedicine, and all the equipment they need can be sent. Uh, The nitric oxide, we can have conversations with helping them find people with laser therapy and getting chiropractic. If they don't know what to look for, we can definitely help them out with that as well. Very cool. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Yeah. And thank you so much for coming on. This is a great conversation. Oh, babe, thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I had so much fun and I'm so fucking grateful for every single one of you. If you thought that this was helpful or you loved any part of this podcast, I would love, love, love for you to screenshot it and post it on Instagram at Chelsea Bree, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-B-R-I and take me. I would love to see what you're getting out of the episodes. It makes me so happy. I would also love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave a review because that just helps other wonderful endo babes find me as well. I adore you and I believe that you don't deserve to feel like shit. You deserve to have a normal life despite endometriosis. So I love you so much and I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll catch you on next week's episode of the Endo Babe Podcast.